Welcome to Youth Voices Connect. I'm with our host Vanessa and Mina and Jack and the rest of the team. We are here to talk to you about mental health and a few other subjects that have really been playing on our minds. And we've just had like a really deep conversation on how we all feel and understanding other thought processes and opinions. It's called, what is it, Team Programme? Yeah. yeah. Team Programme, it's a community project, like teamwork skills kind of thing. That's really what I take it into account. Yeah, yeah. there's like lots of other things we do as well. Like yeah. there's bits further down where we uh, do work experience and then there's also stuff to do with employment as well. What do you want to get out of today? Yeah, raise awareness of the money inequality in present in this world. But what do you mean by that exactly? Well, the richest people in the world, the richest 1% own more like a vast percent more than the other 99% of the world. And uh, I just think that in, a, in this day and age, everybody's talking about equality and justice and stuff. And it's an injustice that hasn't really been recognized by most people. Did anyone else have anything here? Want to add to that? Mental health, really, because nowadays, if you if you suffer from something, it's some people put you down on it, mm -hmm. so you can't really speak up about it because you feel like you're just trapped in your own body and you can't really talk to anyone. Anything anyone else wants to add? I got something. Uh, I'd say mental health is a big problem and people are trying to tackle it but it's morely just rich people throwing money at their kids problems for just buying you know just antidepressants yeah. and they're just taking them and taking them not really getting better just getting addicted to these antidepressants and um, it's not really helping mental health I'd say it's just making it worse and it just ties in with um, money issue also I'd say money is a I'd say mediocre factor to mental health because when you don't have enough money to do things you get down when you don't have enough money to buy something that you want or something that you need it also brings your mood down and just how you feel okay completely get it. i'm just going to coming coming back to your your point about you said about quality and um rich people do you, do you think that the, the two are linked and what what can be what can be done well i believe that um what can be done is um, we have to um, kind of unite as a as like one people instead of like separate like separate countries and different places. I mean, like they're all controlled by rich people. Like every country is controlled by a vastly rich like elite ruling class, and they rule over the um, the people that are doing the working class jobs and the um, middle class jobs and stuff like and we need to pay people who um, do these important jobs more for their time mm -hmm. because otherwise they're just they're not so much wasting their time but they're not getting paid what they should be getting paid and the people that are doing these easy jobs that um, affect everyone's lives so like negatively and sometimes they get that like the MPs they're getting pay rises when the nurses are getting pay deductions and that's just not right. How, how, how would you approach changing that or um, you know even maybe starting a discussion so other people are aware of obviously how, how you feel like is this a common you said this is how you feel and this is your view but does anybody else feel like that and if so how would you approach 
Do you think that that has, has, has had an impact on mental health too? Sorry, young man, I don't know your name. Uh, Caelan. Caelan. Uh, do you think that it's had a, um, would that have an impact on people's mental health as well? Um, sometimes, maybe. Uh, I'm not really sure about that. It, it might, because if the... It's hard to explain. Um, the wealth people, they're getting paid loads, so then obviously... They, they can't help people with mental health as much because they're getting money taken away that they can't because like they use the money to obviously help and uh, they they put it into charities and all that and then that kind of stops like people with mental health getting the help they need okay anyone else the rich get richer while the poor get poorer but the um and as the poor people are getting poorer, they're getting more inclined to negative mental health aspects that will affect their lives in a negative way. And if there was um, better money equality, like if the wealth was distributed somewhat evenly, um, mental health would be, would be affected in a positive way. People would be happier. People would be taking time to start small businesses. People would be... Um, spending time with their families instead of working nine to five every day of the week. It's it's sad really to think about how um, the rich people are just hoarding all the money and some of them are doing good things like giving to charities and stuff. Be an and example building. of sorry, an example of um, if you're aware of anyone or what you think people are doing that's good in this space and is helping the economy and all people. Um, my role model is Elon Musk because he's started. Um, he started PayPal. He's started SpaceX. He started Tesla, and Tesla's great because of the electric cars, and um, SpaceX is great because of the reusable rockets. And PayPal is um, what he like started in like 2000 or something, and that made him a load of money when he was younger, and that helped him to build his business portfolio mm -hmm. and his businesses do help people and they're going in the right direction and he's even got plans to mine asteroids that are worth like quadrillions of wow. dollars like which is like 19 zeros or something so a lot of what you're telling me like I've, I've obviously i've heard of elon musk and i know what uh, tesla is I've, I've forgotten that he'd done papers is everyone aware of elon musk and what it does yeah. Yes. Any any other thoughts on kind of your own models or and or Elon Musk? Because I I, didn't, I certainly didn't know that. Does anyone else have any thoughts on him? Or who 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 are your role models that you that you think are doing good things in the community and or can help? Who stands? No one stands out for your like a uh, business like that. You think this this business is good? They're doing good things in the community, or I would like to work for them. They're making a positive impact. I'll ask it another way then. So. If if you if you like had a blank checkbook, um, a blank piece of paper, and you could answer all of the problems that you 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 posed, what would you do? What would what would that look like for you? In terms of mental health, economy, dis redistribution of wealth. Um, I would set up a business that creates spaceports in every known country. What's a spaceport? A spaceport is yeah, basically yeah. just a, a, a landing pad with like where you build reusable rockets to go and take information or not information but like I don't know like fuel or satellites or a smallish spaceship 
into up like into space up yeah. into the orbit and then you can from there you can mine asteroids you could go to mars you could go to the moon and eventually after you've mined enough asteroids you would be able to build in space like a refueling station so you okay. wouldn't actually have to come back down to earth to refuel and then you'd be able to just refuel up in the space station and then go to wherever you needed to go to to mine whatever you needed to mine so just imagine like, i'm listening to you and my brain's going like wow i i for somebody that that's hearing this for the the first time how did, sorry if this sounds like a really silly question how how, right. how would that how does that benefit well, earth, us it it benefits us because the rare earth metals in asteroids um, are very expensive at the moment because they're very rare on Earth, obviously, and um, they're very abundant in space, though. So, if you mind, let's say one asteroid, there's um, there's loads of different sizes of asteroids and stuff like in near Earth orbit, and um, if you mind just one of them, you would probably make trillions of dollars or yep. pounds or whatever, and that would probably crash all the markets on Earth, okay. and that's that needs to happen because when the markets are crashed, it will bring more jobs for people because yeah. you'd be able to create more um, more vehicles, more technology. So it's a way of tapping into resources to then make more money and creating a, a, an economy on Earth that can create more jobs. Is yeah. That Okay. Yeah. With the money, obviously, I'd put it towards things that can help people with mental health. Not really, obviously, the tablets, the antidepressants, because they, they don't help. They just make you feel happy. Mm -hmm. I'd put it more like, um, like uh, making you think more positively on yourself, because then it brings you better. And then when you think more positively on yourself, you start becoming better and better and better, yep. which then you can finally work your way up. What what helps you, what helps you to feel more positive and better? Then obviously, I'd only ask if you feel comfortable. Yeah, towards you. my f my family mainly friends and family because they've they've always been there for me. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I felt low, like my granddad passed away, and that's when I was at my lowest point. Mm -hmm. And my friends and family helped me through that really much. They kept taking like trying to give me things to help, like remembering and yeah. kind of help me get through it because I went really I went really bad then I wouldn't talk to anyone I would just stop talking to everyone and everything I just shut down totally so they kind of helped me come back out of my shell and that's why I'm doing this now this yep. is this still helps me because I used to not like talking to anyone because of it so things like things like uh, the Prince's Trust they help help helps me personally because I like talking to people but I, I struggle to so because this is working on people skills this helps a lot so then I'm, I'm glad that this is around another thing i would do if i had you know endless resources would be to set up a university that pays you to study there instead of you paying them to study yeah. there oh, in in interesting they do that in sweden they get paid to go to school did they really i didn't, yes. I didn't know that's that's amazing. Amazing. i think like in the netherlands like Universities, you don't have to pay to go to university or something. Well, it's really cheap. Free education would definitely be yeah. a very good thing because if everybody just had the same amount of advanced ed education, everybody would just be on the same level and on the same page all the time. Some people yeah. take advantage of it, but it's true for them. Mm. That's the problem. 
Yeah. Which, because you've got people that go into school and obviously they won't learn anything, they'll, they'll, they'll start disturbing everyone that are trying to learn and that's their the only problem. Do you think that would still be happen, that would still happen if you were being paid, paid, paid to go to, do you think school or high, uh, high university? University. So university. You would, it would be like adults that have been through their basic education and then have chose to go to this special university to learn a specific subject or multiple subjects. Yep. And um, you'd have to like control how they spent their money that you paid them because yep. otherwise they would they could just spend it on things that aren't productive at all. So mm -hmm. it, like you'd need to so it'd be only for like food necessities and investing in business ideas and yep. Supporting local charities and businesses and stuff like that. So you'd have like pre predefined things that you can actually spend. Yeah, so you can't just go and buy loads of crack and be <laughs> go crazy. I don't, I don't think I don't think that would be a very I good know, idea. It, would, it wouldn't be good. But it's like mainly working on when you obviously leave school, working on things like that. It's helping you watch your money, how much you spend, so like you can like see how much you spend on food and then obviously if you rent a house making sure you can pay that and see how much you've got left over and things like that. I've just I've got a question around that only because I know that, that this is something that came up in one of the conversations we had at Youth Voices around school and the education system and what they what they would like to see more of and one of the young people said that we'd like to be taught how to be an adult like about finance and mortgages and just you know how to manage money so just pick, pick things up, pick that schools should teach but they don't like because the curriculum hasn't been reviewed in the correct way and i think that's the fault of the governments really mm -hmm. time change and everything it needs to change with it i'd say to to deal with money or to deal with most stuff you need more of a mature mindset and it's hard to get that if you go through your school life treated like a child mm. you get you get like cradled when you're in school. So like you do something wrong, they don't really punish you, they'll like, oh, just throw them in detention. It's not really teaching you what how kind of you've done wrong. They need to show you what could have happened if that got any worse. So again I I would ask in just in terms of kind of schools and what would you like to see that would prepare you and or change so instead of putting people into detentions like what specifically would you, again, blank piece of paper, all the money and resources, what would you change to prepare young people for the wider world around them? Um, and receiving this money that universities are going to pay you? Because I think that's it. I personally think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think it's more, maybe like more support for people like who are maybe about to leave school and so like more support for after and like more options. I think. There's lots of, I think definitely for me, when I left, I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do, but that was because I think I struggled with my mental health, and so I think they didn't really know how to deal with that. Whereas I think if they had more support put in for after, like, oh, these are some options that you could do, then it might, I might have had a better, better transition into, like, later life. So more, more support in schools? Because, mm. yeah, in my school, I, I struggled throughout school the entire time. So I'd, I'd put some money towards, like, more TAs, 
teachers. Teaching assistants, okay. So like they go while the teachers teach, they'll go around and see if anyone needs any help. Yep. Which are more money towards that, getting people to do that, and like so like I I needed someone to sit next to me because I wouldn't do the work because I could never I was I've never been good with pen to paper. Yep. So I'd put more money on helping people out with things like that. Yep. Teacher assistants and things to help them concentrate. Funny you should say that. I was speaking to a young man the other day that he did extremely intelligent, <coughs> far more eloquent than I. And some some of the things that comes out, he's brain like, wow, this is like this is a really intelligent person doing really badly in school because he he can't put pen to paper. Yeah, that. That's so it's interesting you should say that. And it's just one thing I've always struggled with. I'm more hands on, so mm-hmm. I can I could not I can't write down anything. If you give me a bunch of woods and nails, I, have, I can build yep. something like that instead. So I'm all, now I said, not really good with pen and paper at all. I think that um, in schools there should be a, instead of like with a nurse, there should be a psychological examination like to people who are misbehaving or not like doing the work correctly or whatever. And if they're struggling, they they don't, they need support. They need. Uh, examination of their mental like faculties and then they need to be taught accordingly to those mm-hmm. to like the answer to the tests that they've been given and I think that would help a lot of people because they would come come to a greater understanding of like how they learn and yeah. like their specific way of learning because you have the three ways of like learning that we've talked about but just, just, just so for people listening, can you explain what they, what the three? Li- Mark explained that to me. I can't Mark. Remember. Well, your learning style. Yeah. So, like, whether you're a visual learner, yep. auditory, so you like listening to things, or you like kinesthetic stuff, so you can work with your hands and yep. you can visually, but you want to kind of move around. So if he's like, right, okay, well, I don't know what six eighth is, but if you give me a pizza, I can eat yep. two slices of eight and six left and the six eight. So things like that, and I think that's a really good point with schools and stuff because um, they're all kind of academies now so they're always like businesses so it's comes back to money again so that's where you teach an assistant looking at it from a college perspective and it is a bit sad so a lot of the you guys that I have on the course always say about school oh, I didn't get this and I didn't get that because I mean it might be a bit of a sweeping statement but they don't stream anymore but there's still sets for maths and English because my boys are in them um, and if you're not in the top couple of sets they don't really, you know, there's that kind of, oh, do we put our time and effort into that young person? Because, and again, if you're borderline C or below GCSEs, they're going to kind of think, well, you might affect our numbers. And no matter, I've had young people on my course before that have been told not to come into school on an Ofsted day. No way. Because they don't want them to be no way. Which is horrific when you think about it. I, I think it's really, really important. This, this, I mean, obviously, this is your discussion, but. For me, young people that come, coming up and going through the education system, I, think, I, I would say it's important that it, that's impacted and changed, so... Because it is, I mean, you get, like, I only spend 12 weeks with you, but um, I kind of get to know you quite well, and you know you bond well and you perform really well. Um, and I'm not saying it's like school and stuff, but I don't know if you've had that, some of the teachers and stuff you probably bond with and have that rapport, but it comes back to kind of knowing you learn really so if you don't spend the time and, mm-hmm. and from my experience I think it's like talent spotting as well so not yep. just because you're good at English or good at maths or you know but there's so many 
talented young people out there, but they, don't, they just fall under the radar because they're not the ones putting their hand up and going, me, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it. Because it's, you know, and it's how you encourage that, and it's through other activities, like you say, doing whether it's team building or some problem solving stuff. For Youth Voice Connect podcast? Doing that, yeah, definitely doing the podcast <laughs> and stuff. And I think so, and teaching assistants are great, but again, it's another cost. Um, to a college or a school so it all comes back to funding which is such a shame but I think there should be more focus on not like prefects and stuff like that but having counsellors or peer mentors and stuff or year group mentors and stuff that you know have someone that's quite eloquent or whatever then but then pairing with someone that's might be a bit naughty and there's a bit but has got the respect of a lot of their peers and then they work together to kind of look after a little cohort and I think that would work really well I don't know if they do that they must do what do you guys so think of that yeah, it's very interesting because I think that young people need to be also taught not just by older people, but by people their same age as well. Mm -hmm. Like maybe, I don't know, the, a few of the smartest children in the year teaching the not so smart ones. So like peer, kind of group, like peer, peer group. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Mark was saying, yeah. yeah. I think like in, in my room, I remember at my school, a few times um, like people in my class would be teaching near belows so like helping them with their maths or helping them with their English I think sometimes that can help because they've already gone through it so they can kind of give more um, it kind of come almost the same level whereas like sometimes when you think of a teacher like much higher than you yeah. whereas sometimes if it's like on a peer level you can be like oh yeah I totally understand that now from your perspective so I think that can be a good thing no, I, I completely understand that. For for many, many years I struggled in my career, I wasn't happy and people kept saying, oh, you, you could start a business and I, I literally um, really struggled with that because people would say, well actually, well, you know, if you really want it, we'll look at Richard Branson and like every time somebody like, put Richard Branson in front of me, it would like completely shut me down. Like this guy's a genius, I could never be like him. But um, like having peer groups and working with people um, on my level actually really, really helped to propel me forward. There's no limit to what we can accomplish and it's all, uh, it's all what your mind limits it, mm -hmm. limits yourself to. So if you know that you have no limits, you can achieve any possible goal that you set your mind to. And I think that's important to understand because when you come to understand that, you kind of like spiral into a positive like outlook on life. and. Yep. It just so you mentioned you some, something their goals so it's something I like to talk about so I, I always like to ask people what their goals are goals dreams ambitions in the way that so you may or may not want to shape and have to what is the vision and impact that you personally want to create on the world personally I want to make Africa the world's like biggest solar farm so cover most of the desert in solar panels Wow. and use that energy to power the world instead of burning fossil fuels and oil and all these resources that are eventually going to run out yeah. because we're using them up so quickly and we're polluting the earth and it's not sustainable. We need to have a sustainable lifestyle otherwise our children are going to die because we weren't sustainable and we'll have to live with that and well, we'll be dead but <laughs> you know it's it's all about looking after the children, looking after the grandchildren, 
it's yeah. it's very important. You have, can't just be selfish all your life and just keep on burning all these fuels and killing all the animals yeah. and cutting down all the rainforests. We need to plant trees. We need to breed animals. We need to take care of the planet. It's like I think I think we've got three, four years to <coughs> to fix what we've been doing because it used to be five. I think it's gone down to three because how much how much pollution, toxic waste we've been throwing away, we ain't been disposing of it properly. So we have to try and fix all of that. We're about three years now, isn't it? Because we're running out of time, basically. I saw it on Sunday the other day. We used to have five, six years, and it's three, four now, to try and fit, well, cut down on what we're using to like fossil fuels and things like that, because it's making the ozone layer really bad, apparently. We need to draw the carbon dioxide from the earth back into the soil because the way that we farm nowadays brings a lot of the, like it's not sustainable at all, like it destroys the soil, put too many chemicals on the soil yeah. and it's not good for yeah. the soil and then eventually you won't be able to farm on that land because you've, just, just, you've destroyed the soil so you need to bring the carbon back into the soil so it can like heal, like give healthy plants like enough nutrients and stuff. I don't know if anyone saw the um, David Amber's yeah, last know. testament, or his, sorry, his witness statement, was it? Um, so basically it's his, it's just his kind of talk about his life and how privileged he's been in the media and documenting all these animal documentaries and stuff, but he was kind of predicting, you know, from when he first started to what it is now and the population rises and the, you know, rainforest shrinkage and the pollution. And he said there's still time to turn it around, but like you said, you're running out of time to kind of do it. And he said it's, you know, it's down to you guys to, to kind of come up with stuff. And on Netflix, there's a good uh, show by Woody Harrison about, um, he talks about how to bring the carbon back into the soil. It's a very good um, show. You should give it a watch if you have the time. What's that called? Wait, Woody, Woody, it's Woody, Woody, Woody yeah. Harrison, something to do with soil. I'll give it a watch. What about anything else that you think <coughs> about housing? Do you get taught about housing and stuff at school? Yeah. Like just about rent and just like when I went to uni, just thinking how to live. I guess like just living by yourself and kind of figuring out how to be independent and kind of you're not really taught about. I guess you kind of you kind of left to do it yourself. Yeah, really. they don't teach you how to be independent in school. Don't know how to don't teach you how to spend your money, how to pay mortgages, and all, how to like manage your taxes and all that. They don't teach that in schools. They need to. After school, they just I'd say as soon as you're done with your education, they kind of just throw you out into the world and say, oh, do it yourself. They don't really teach you much about what you need to know for the future and how to live your life accordingly so you don't, I don't know what the word is, so you don't fail, I guess, mm -hmm. so you don't become something that you don't want to be. That show was called uh, Kiss the Ground. Kiss the Ground, okay, yeah. thank you. Anyone else on, so school, I think quite a big, 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 big issue here, and you said housing and finance, so I mean, is there anything that, anyone wants to share on what around what they have found or what support they have had that's helped them in any of the areas so housing finance I think you mentioned being an adult like, what 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 has helped you um, with, with like help you kind of not in a cruel way but you need to help yourself mm -hmm. because when I was in school I was always like 
bullied and obviously they just shut me in a room yep. to just take me out of the situation and really they should have been dealing with other people and how they're acting and, and they should have been like helping you teach you how to live mm -hmm. because when I came out of school you know I had problems at home and I just wanted to get out so I've been living by myself or not by myself but not with my family yep. since I was 17 and it has been hard you know trying to learn and obviously be in this course and also have to pay for rent and food and you know trying to actually balance it out and it's like people say oh you need money and it's not like you know like I class myself as poor just like everyone else you know what I mean yeah I'm grateful for the roof over my head but everyone thinks like oh you want a mansion you want you know a flash car all of that it's not that it's you want to be comfortable you want to be able to say oh like I've run out of food I want to go and get some food you know I'm getting kicked out of my house I need to go and find somewhere else to live so I think in school they need to teach you that because they're too focused on maths and science yeah it's important but mm. it's not as important as the cruel world because it's not you know you don't walk down the street and someone says oh you know what's two times two it's just not how it works you know but yeah I get the basics but again this is how mental health gets worse because mm -hmm. when I was in school they'd ignore it they'd shut me in a room and then obviously coming out to the big wide world it gets worse and worse because again what Casey said it's the money that makes people depressed mm -hmm. I'm not saying money buys you happiness but not being able to feed your children feed yourself being homeless again that does bring people to do drugs it brings people to go down the wrong path so I think they need to work a lot more on helping people and directing them in the right areas and focusing on how people may feel. Absolutely. How would you change that personally? What would you introduce? What would you do differently? Personally, I would obviously, like you said, checkbook, if I had the money, again, bring more businesses because it's the people that, again, I lost my job recently and I'm trying to do this course and it's hard, you know, you're constantly looking online and there's nothing. So again, like, and mothers, you know, single mothers, they're struggling and like not to be cruel to the government but they don't help you as much as they say they do help you and you find yourself you know picking up as much as you can but it just doesn't help as much as you think it does and again like having a job you need one you can't just go around earning money out of nowhere don't grow off of trees so again I would obviously put money into businesses and also helping young people and also older people with mental health mm -hmm. because you know a lot of the time counselling isn't free and people do have to pay for it and I just... Yeah, you know, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, some so people generally have to pay for it. Young people? Not young oh, people, but say. again, you know, some people yeah. might feel like free counselling doesn't work. I used to go to CAMS and obviously I was quite young and stubborn and I didn't really want to talk about how I felt. Obviously now I'm older, I'm happily like I would happily put myself out there and I talk to people but again it's the adults who also struggle you know me being an adult now I was a, I'm a lot more stressed and depressed than I was when I was younger so I think just helping older people out as well because yeah kids are everything but so are the adults they, the kids wouldn't be here without the adults and they're so, the ones that are struggling you know with the kids they're the ones that need the jobs as well and it's just kind of out of order really because just because you haven't listened in school or just because you don't have the intellectual levels as everyone else, that means that you're not worthy of a job. That means you're not worthy to eat. It's just... As soon as I left school, I was always taught how... Mum and Dad always told me, get a job. Like, get, like, I've had a job. Since, as soon as I left school, 
if it's a small job, but I've had a job, I've had a job. So that's obviously helped me. Now I buy my own things. Instead of off my mum for everything, I can buy my own things, so my mum has more money to spend on my brother and sister. Mm -hmm. Which then makes it easier for her, and I help around the house. If she needs me to buy anything, I'll go out and buy it with my money, because then it just makes it easier for my mum. I, I, I do anything to help my mum, so, because I've, I've always had it in the back of my head, I'm always going to have a job, always. My dad's always said, if you, if you don't like the job you're having, stay at that job until you find the one you want. <laughs> And it's also getting your dream job. People say it's impossible, but it's not. If you want, if you want that job, you just have to keep working towards it. Yeah, absolutely. Just keep your mindset on that job, and just think: if I do this, that, just keep your head down, and just do everything to get that job. Oh, amazing. Just so just just on onto jobs and kind of dream dream jobs. Just like I'd like to be an activities coordinator in a care home. So it's where you do activities with the elderly yep. and the reason why I'd like to do that is because you're not stuck in a room or you're not stuck being a nobody, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Because I'm a cleaner right now or that's kind of what I like to do and people look down on you and again it's not about what people think but I think it's a good job to show your personality, yep. help the elderly, you know they're trapped in a care home, you know they don't always get treated the best, they just get changed and put back into bed. So it's nice, you know, there needs to be more activities for the elderly. They need to be treated like human beings. Just because they're at the end of their life doesn't mean that it's over. Yep. So I'd like to shine my personality more on a job that I can help people who need it. A lot of people say, like, elderly, they're moody, don't like to talk to people, but I work as a cook in a home. Obviously, they come down and have their food, and it's nice. I sit there with them, talk to them. And it's nice talking to them because they talk about when they're a kid. And if you actually talk to them, you can see that what you do and what they did are a lot the same. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how much you and the elderly like still kind of have the same Connected, childhood. Yeah. Even yeah. We've got yeah. yeah. You learn a lot from them. It's good talking to them. It's fun. I like talking to a lot of them. But for, for many, for many um, young people, that would be unusual other than kind of you know paternal grandparents or family yeah. may not actually have access or have those conversations with old, old, older people, so I, I would recommend that. Dream job. Um, I would say anything clothing-wise, like even working in a shop that just sell clothes, because I just like anything to do with any type of design or any type of fashion. So either clothing or music type stuff. Clothing, because I, I wouldn't mind just like stocking clothes, folding them, selling them, just being at a till, because yeah. I'd be there just seeing everything, and I would like that. Yeah. Or anything music-related, I like making music, I like writing music, just that is a passion I've had for a long time but I put it on hold because I'm trying to work on other things also. But I'd say, because it, it, it would also help because I remember someone, I can't remember who, someone close to me said, if you work at your dream job it won't feel like you've worked a day in your life because you're doing something you love. So if I had a dream job it wouldn't, 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 it wouldn't really be working, it would just be doing something I want to do. My dream job is like RSPCA working with animals. I've always loved animals. I've always had animals. I, from when I was a kid, I've had chickens. We've had chickens. Fish. We had <laughs> some chickens. <laughs> Nine chickens. I don't know. We had we had chickens. We had quail. I think that's what I call. We had fish. We've had dogs, cats. My cousin has horses, so I mm -hmm. sometimes go around there and help clean them out, walk wow. them, which is good. I'd love to do that because it's just something that's always kept me like. Whenever I'm upset, 
I'll I'll go to my like just sit there and stroke my cow or play with my dog, mm-hmm. and it just it makes you feel so much happier, which is nice. I'd love to do that as a full time thing. My dream job would be to own an endangered animal shelter. So like yeah. an animal shelter, is like not like a zoo where they're all like in cages and stuff, but like a place where they're allowed to roam free and to just be looked after by special specialist rangers and to have like multiple rhinos, tigers, lions, cougars, lynx, bobcats, all sorts of like varieties of endangered animals and maybe even have like some uh, birds and um, fish and like whales and um, dolphins. Some sharks are going extinct. Yeah, and yeah. sharks, yeah, all sorts of fish. They've been doing like research into sharks about they can, they have something in their DNA that can help with a cure for cancer. Have you seen that? Yeah, they're just yeah. they're slaughtering a lot of them just to just practice and experiments. And it's like in China, they just cut off their fins and throw them back in and let them drown. It's, it's terrible. They just oh, this has been such an amazing conversation. I, I love these, and I'm just trying to think about every everybody um, in the room. Just, giving everybody a, a, a chance to kind of contribute if you so want to. Is there anything that kind of you've heard today that you wanted, that you'd like to comment on or that has been interesting? Well, I think about the rockets and the mining astronauts. I never knew that. Yeah, it's the yeah, only way that um, people will have wealth of quality because in, until it happens, like, there's only a certain amount of rare earth elements on this planet and in, that takes a lot of mining to get those elements. But if you mine the asteroids, it'll, you'll have such an abundance of the elements that everything will come down in price. So wow. computers will be cheaper, um, gold, money will be backed by gold or platinum, and it would just solve most of the world's problems just by mining like, I don't know, like a hundred tons of this, of these elements. And it's, 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 just, it's just getting the satellites up there to do the job. And you need to have an advanced AI to be able to control the ship because you can't rely on controlling it from Earth because it takes too long for the, the transmission. Isn't that what Elon's been? Because I know Elon has... Yeah, he does have... He's doing um, Starlink and yeah. stuff where he's sending loads of satellites up to get internet to, like, all around the world. So that may well happen. That will happen within the next five years. Was it in Africa that like Elon Musk uh, put a satellite into space and he gave a village or, like, a whole area in a country just really, really good Wi-Fi and just really good connection? Wow. Can you do that in Bedford, please? <laughs> please, please. Thank you for joining us. I hope you have a beautiful day and take care. So if you like what you heard, please like, subscribe and share with your friends. You Voices Connect, stay connected. Stay, stay connected. Thanks guys, that was awesome. Where's your jacket? Oh, I don't have one. Oh. Well, that's a bit of a mistake. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm always like, thinking I'm big and bad and then I'm like